Hello again, Mike Cleveland here. We're doing the second podcast on the the contrast between the old covenant and the new covenant. Here with my good friends and my wife, oh, Jody's you. here, <laughs> and we also have Kelly and Joss. Welcome back for our next podcast together. Glad to be back. Hi, Mike and Jody. Good to be here. Yeah. It's so good so to have you here. here. Yeah. Um, We're actually here too. So. I know. <laughs> In person. In person. I love it. <laughs> So beautiful. It is. So we, we, we had done last week this uh, first 11 verses of 2 Corinthians 3. Right. And now we're going to start with verse 12. And um, Kelly, how about if you read it, 12 and 13 there for us? Okay. Yeah. It says, Since we have such a hope, we are very bold. Not like Moses, who would put a veil over his face so that the Israelites might not gaze at the outcome of what was being brought to an end. Okay, so again, we have a big contrast here, right? What is the contrast we just read? Um, so we have um, where we have hope and we're bold, mm -hmm. as opposed to Moses, who put a veil over his face so that they couldn't see that the glory was fading. Mm -hmm. So that's like you're hiding. He was hiding that mm -hmm. from them. Yes. Exactly right. Yeah. Um, we have boldness um, and confidence. And, and here's the difference. So you could put this in practical terms. If you're under the law, you have no boldness and no confidence because you keep failing. Right. You keep stumbling and tripping over the law and falling down. And you, you say, I'm going to stand up. I'm going to do better this time. And each time you fall, you get less confident. Mm. And finally, you don't get up. Right. Under the new covenant, where Jesus went and completed and fulfilled the law on our behalf. Yes. And us in him. Yes. So that his perfection is now given to us. Yes. And his righteousness is attributed to us who believe. What do we say now? We're full of confidence. Yeah. Right. And boldness. Right. Yeah. Because it's not confidence in self, we already saw just how far self got us. Mm -hmm. It's the confidence that Christ completed, fulfilled the law on our behalf. Yes. That he suffered the penalty and received the payment of our sin. Yes. So we are very bold. We're very confident. It's as, it's as if I, I were to ask you, you know, Joss, do you really believe Jesus lived in your place and died your death? Amen. <laughs> You're confident of this, are you? Only because Jesus poured out his blood for me. Yeah. And uh, I can remember days when in Old Covenant living where even to come to God was a, a fearful thing. He yeah. seemed very distant and the veil was over my heart mm. to think, he's too far away, I haven't been good enough, I haven't, mm. all these things I have not done. Uh -huh. uh, but New Covenant living is like a breath of fresh air, isn't mm -hmm. it? It's a big 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 breath of relief yes. that uh, the work has been done by the blood of Jesus and now we can run run into God's uh, and our father's arms and know that we'll be accepted yes he hears our prayers he knows our cares and he wants mm. us to be with him that's oh. beautiful yes yeah the confidence is such a huge uh, contrast between the old and the new the confidence the boldness the assurance the, the sure-footedness that we have, um, it enables you to live differently mm -hmm. because you're living in the shadow of him who 
purchased it all for you, who won it all for you, who gave you the first place prize. So before you start your Christian race, you've got your blue ribbon that you have won this race in Jesus. Yes. So how confident can you be if you know you already ran and won? Right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's just so much different than being under the law where I couldn't manage to stay upright for more than a couple of steps at a time. Right. Um, I know. It gives this word hope too because, you know, under that ministry of condemnation, you know, there's no hope. Mm -mm. You know, the more you're... um, Though you're trying to um, and live according to this law and earn your way to into God's good, good graces, and you see every day how you fail and fail, it just becomes a hopeless situation. But then when um, when Christ comes on the scene um, <laughs> and He um, become our Redeemer, you know He He wins the victory over sin and death for us. You know, now we have hope and we have a foundation to put hope. Whereas before we were hoping in ourselves and never worked, hope steadily dying. But now, mm-hmm. you know, we have Christ and we have his victory and his mm-hmm. resurrection. We have that resurrection power. Amen. And that creates an unfading, an unending Ooh. hope. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> so true. It is, so right? All right, I'm going to read verse 14, and somebody tell me the contrast that's being mentioned. But the people's minds were hardened, and to this day, whenever the Old Covenant is being read, the same veil covers their minds, so they cannot understand the truth. And this veil can be removed only by believing in Christ. Mm -hmm. So what is the contrast now between the Old and the New? So you've got a hardened mind um a veiled mind uh as opposed to a a receptive or righteous mind uh, in christ through christ Mm -hmm. right yeah okay yep it's where you don't understand that veil if you think about wearing a veil and trying to read through it um the the letters are fuzzy yeah the the understanding is murky yeah um because the law was uh, something that would not give you the change of heart needed to really understand what Jesus has done for you. Mm. But when you turn to Christ, what happens to the veil? It's lifted. Ripped up. Right? It's ripped yeah. from top to bottom. Yes. Oh, amen. <laughs> right? amen. When Jesus died, the veil in the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. Yeah. And as believers come to the cross... And we see the sufferings of Jesus for our sin. And we watch him being wounded for our transgressions. And we see the crown of thorns digging into his scalp. And we we remember the beatings he took for us. We see the nails in his hands and in his feet. And we hear him say the words, it is finished. When, When we see that and we believe it was for us, the veil is completely removed. Now we understand how we're made right with God. Yeah. Right. We finally see clearly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Well, I think about, too, um, you know, in the old traditions, and I don't, brides don't do this so much anymore. Some do, but not all of them. But the whole wearing of the veil, right? Mm-hmm. You'd come down the aisle, and he literally, some of the veils were so thick, you could not really see the face at all. Um, and... 
Uh, and then when it was time, the groom would push back the veil mm-hmm. and then kiss his bride, right? They were, that was the, now you're a man and wife, mm-hmm. and they yeah. kiss your bride. And I think about when we come to faith in Christ and and he he takes off that veil yeah. mm-hmm. and he kisses us with mm-hmm. the kisses mm-hmm. of love, eternal mm-hmm. love, a thousand kisses of forgiveness and, and joy and hope and life. And Jesus does this for us and nobody can put that veil back on yeah. us. It's gone. He has removed it and we are his eternally wed <laughs> this is good news, right? <laughs> Somebody else talking now. <laughs> okay. Oh, that was good. Yeah. Uh, verse 15. Kelly, you want to read that? Yeah. Yes, to this day, whenever Moses is read, a veil lies over their hearts. Um, now, let's be clear on this. Do you think he means whenever you read Exodus, whenever you read Leviticus, that a veil's covering your heart and you don't understand? Okay, who who thinks that's the truth? Nobody. Well, what says even when they read Moses' writings today? Okay, so what does he mean then? I'm thinking that he is making a reference to the law. Um, and I think it's, or even maybe um, making a reference to uh, religion. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and as long as that's being taught and promoted, um, you can't see um, the, covenant, the new covenant of grace. You can't see Christ. Um, as being the fulfillment of the law and the end of the law. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I, I'm thinking Okay, he means by that. Anybody else? I often think of reading the Bible with old covenant eyes and new covenant eyes. That's what I was thinking of there. That I remember days when um, I didn't have that, the veil lifted on the new covenant. Yeah, and I was reading the Bible cover to cover with old covenant eyes. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and I didn't see the grace. And even going through the Gospels, um, um, I could see that Jesus was saying, look, you've got to f- fulfill the law. And I thought, this is Jesus. He, he went to the cross. Um, but there, um, he was amplifying the law for us so that we could see that we needed him. And then he took us to the cross. Um, and there we saw that we were given new covenant new covenant eyes a new way to read the bible seeing the redemption of jesus seeing the blood through through all the stories through all mm-hmm. the passages from cover to cover mm-hmm. that's what i, I was thinking absolutely beautiful yeah that's a hundred percent true um i believe i was the same way um even reading the new testament which is so full of um reminders of what Christ has done for us, right? What we have received through Jesus and his death and resurrection for us. All, even though it, it's all there, what I would read would be, you should, you yeah. must not. Don't yeah. complain, don't you know, lie, yeah. don't, you know, all those things, all the admonitions, and I would read them apart from the cross and apart from the gospel so that they, in a sense, became old covenant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They became rules for living you know, mm-hmm. and oh, I was so bad at them. <laughs> so, so what, what 
What Joss has said, what we've all said here is simply this. The way in which you read the Bible is important. Oh, yeah. Yes. Because if you're reading the Old Covenant law thinking that you must fulfill it, mm-hmm. uh, you're reading it with a veil on, right? Mm-hmm. You, you aren't understanding mm-hmm. properly. You're not rightly dividing the word of truth. Mm-hmm. If you read the Old Covenant with the understanding that this is what Jesus has done for you, that he has come and lived perfectly to give you all the blessings promised for obedience. Yes. And if you see that he took the curse for disobedience on himself, yes. now you're reading without the veil, right. you're understanding that this old covenant was simply an arrow pointing forward to what Jesus would do for you. Yes. And this takes the veil off. You come to Christ then. See, the problem that the Jewish religious leaders had was that they would read the old covenant and miss Christ. Oh, yes. Christ, the word, and they took the word out of the word. What you got left? Nothing. Yeah. There's nothing there for you. Um, and so they refuse to come to Christ that they might have life. Uh, believers have been taught to come to Christ for forgiveness of our sins, uh, for acceptance by God, um, to, to come to him as the only way to get to God mm-hmm. is through what Jesus has done for you. And this is why we're confident, because we're confident in what he did for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so and, yeah, and we come to him for life transformation. What a lot of people would have, would say, uh, who still look to the old covenant, specifically the Ten Commandments, and they're like, "Well, God's character didn't change, so we still gotta, you know, can't be all willy nilly murdering people. Mm. He still doesn't want us to not murder, you know." Mm. Well, um, okay, nobody ever uh, looked at the cross and embraced Christ and his gospel and said, now I'm going to go out and, you know, kill yeah. somebody. Because there's just... no law that tells me not to. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And so I think that there's just this um, so important understanding of the new covenant that needs to be made, which is that it transforms hearts. Yeah. It changes behavior, but you can't put the car before the horse yeah. mm-hmm. well, trying to change your behavior because that's going to change my heart. It never works like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a not fully grasping the power mm. of the cross, yes. of what Christ has done. And, you know, the, the old covenant, the law, you know, they had no power to change us. Mm-hmm. And, but when you, um, when you understand the new covenant and you see Christ and you're saying, ah, this is the sacrifice. This is that one sacrifice that would fix it all, that would, um, that would take away, that, that would make me right, that would make me okay with God. Um, this is that, that perfect sacrifice. And, and understand that there's power in that. There's real power that you hadn't, you didn't have before. Right. So this power is really creating a transformation in you, mm-hmm. um, in your what you're able to do, what you want to do. You got new wants and new desires. Yes. You know that you can finally, you know, fulfill mm-hmm. that glorifies God. So that power is what I what I see a lot that people just aren't grasping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's because they haven't experienced yeah, it. They right. haven't been taught to look at the cross, to to survey 
the wondrous cross. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when you see somebody out surveying a piece of land, they're very careful and meticulous to measure it inch by inch. That's what they're doing with their machine. Yeah, right. um, take a long time. Yeah, and we must survey the cross in order to experience the power mm-hmm. of it. When, when you survey the cross, you don't just see Jesus dying. You don't just see the old covenant nailed there. You don't just see your list of wrongs nailed there. You see you yourself dying with him. I have seen myself, my old, impure, ungodly, lying, deceiving, manipulating, um, keep right on going, nailed to the cross. Mm -hmm. It's almost like I can feel the nails in my hands and my feet because I was crucified with Christ and I no longer live. This is an objective reality um, that the scriptures speak of. Uh, It's also an experiential reality where we know that we died. (laughs) And and I'm so glad uh, Mm -hmm. for it. But all right, there is an implied contrast in verse 17. So let me read it and you guys tell me what the implied contrast between the old and the new covenant is for the lord is the spirit and wherever the spirit of the lord is there is freedom so what would be an implied contrast here without the spirit of the lord there is no freedom there is captivity bondage yes yeah Mm. we've all been there haven't we in terms of being in that place and um and seeing seeing the guilt on us i think you know think back to Old Testament times where um, Israelites were taking their sacrifices to the priests and there was a sacrifice of guilt beside them and they walked mm. up there and everybody could see they had sin, they had guilt, they were not free. Mm. Um, but now we walk up to the cross and we see Jesus before us and we see our guilt, our sin on him. We see the Roman soldiers whipping him into the ground. We see him holding the heavy weight of the of the cross on his shoulders and he carried it for us mm. and he carried the torture to- pole for us yeah. and we see our sins nailed into his hands so that's where our guilt went that's where our sin went and uh, and we see freedom I wish everybody could see Josh she's got her hand over her heart as she's talking yes. about the suffering of her savior because this is very personal it's a very personal um, experience that we have when we look at the cross. Yes, yeah. a personal, intimate, powerful experience that happens when you believe what you see. Mm-hmm. So yes, uh, words associated with the old covenant are captivity, bondage, um, being imprisoned, mm-hmm. condemned. Mm-hmm. Those are all words associated with the old covenant. With the new covenant, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Now, when he says there is freedom, what does he mean? Freedom to raise your hands and worship? <laughs> well, freedom to speak in tongues? Freedom to... What does he mean here in contract, in context? There's freedom what? Well, there's freedom to live in the gospel. There's freedom from those laws that weighed us down. Exactly right. right? Freedom from the old covenant yeah. is specifically what he's referring to. Yeah. 
I think you and I have probably heard this verse used for freedom to do all kinds of a number of things. Oh, right. You know, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. <laughs> so, uh, okay, but what it specifically means is you are out from under the old covenant. Your Praise prison God. door is open. You've been released from captivity under the law. And he, he expands on that in the next verse. So, um, about our freedom, right? Okay. So, before we were veiled, mm -hmm. before we could not see clearly, before mm -hmm. we were under rules and condemnation and death, right? But now, it says, and we all with unveiled face, yes. beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed right. into the same image from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. You know, this is the first time the word transformed is mentioned. Is yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, in it this passage. Oh, 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 yes. Right? Oh, okay, and, and sure. it goes along with what you were saying earlier. Yes. That the law does not transform anybody. It didn't me. Right? Mm -hmm. Only the Spirit of God in the Gospel of Christ transforms. Yes. Makes us different. Changes our insides, how we think. Yes. You know, how we, the things we love and are attracted to, uh, the things that we pursue, these things are all different right. now. If anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. Yes. And so we are new creation. We're, we're just like creation of old, which was initially, you know, buried in the water and in darkness and empty. Mm. And then the Spirit of God began hovering over the surface of the deep or over the great abyss. Mm. And there came light. God spoke and there was light and there was transformation. There was life now that happened. And so this is the experience of everyone who puts faith in Christ. Yes. Mm -hmm. They go from darkness to light, from emptiness to fullness, from being dead to being alive in Christ. Mm. Um, this is a, a marvelous passage, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, with many contrasts. Um, I want to add one thing yeah. about um, that I think is really important, and that is um, a thought about how to tell whether or not you are living according to the Old Covenant versus the New Covenant, okay. right? And yeah. so for me, um, I will say that when I was living under the Old Covenant um, and living in that mindset of performance, um, I was secretive, mm. right? Heidi, I didn't want people to know that I was a sinner. Not like it was obvious, but I'm just saying that I didn't want them, I wasn't going to confess my sin to anybody. Right. I wasn't about to tell anybody about my heart struggles because, well, then they would know I would have confirmed that I was a sinner. Mm -hmm. And so that's one thing is the hiding. I feel like when you're old covenant, you tend to hide and withdraw and you are not, there is no, that's another part of the no freedom. Mm -hmm. I mean, because you do not have um, the freedom to be real mm -hmm. or to be known by anybody right. because you don't want to be judged yep. and condemned by them mm -hmm. and you don't want to be mistreated because mm -hmm. they're going to treat you according to your sins right there's mm -hmm. no freedom under that old covenant in relationships mm -hmm. and in life and as opposed to the new covenant that says um uh, i come to you as my husband 
and say, I'm struggling in this area and you deal with me according to the gospel because mm-hmm. that's how Jesus deals with me. Yeah. And so there's freedom. I have the freedom to be real with you and to be really known by you because I'm not afraid of your con- condemnation or your judgment or you punishing me or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Fill yeah. Point. Yeah. We're, we're read and known by all. Yeah. Um, so you, you picked up on one thing about living under the old covenant um, is the hiding. I, I'll pick up one. Maybe you guys can think of one too. But for me, it is the way in which I treat other people. Okay. Because for so long, I would put people, um, try to make them measure up because that's what the I was under. And so in order to, you know, get my approval today, you better, you know, do this and this and do it right. And, and people would be walking on eggshells yeah. because of the way that I was treating them. Mm-hmm. So under the gospel and, and, and with the spirit of God enabling me, I want people to know they're loved and accepted and, and fully embraced and um, they measure up. And, you know, this is the difference for me is the way that I'm treating other people. Mm, so, I love that. One of, thing, yeah. one of the things that, that for me was this constant self-examination. Oh. Constantly examining and picking cool. apart what I say, what I'm thinking, what I do, what I didn't do, what I didn't say. Right. You know, just constantly just examining every little detail of, of my life and what I'm doing. And, and it's, that's such a burden. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you, you know, that, that's how I knew. That was one of the, the ways I knew that I was living um, under um, this old covenant way of, of, of thinking and believing, just always examining myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, under the new covenant, you know, I am not defining myself by what I do and say and think, you know. Yes. You know, it's, it's like the freedom to fail yeah. um, without... Um, allowing that failure to define who you are now you know i'm defined by christ he has made me whole and blameless and faultless and without blemish you know so i don't always have to walk around constantly examining everything i'm doing and saying or not doing you know yeah so it's that constant self-examination yes yes boy that'll just drive you into the ground oh yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, I, I agree in terms of self-focus um, and how elevated everything inside one in terms of your feelings, your thoughts, uh, you're just inwardly focused all the time and just looking for ways out. Um, you could only see your own performance, um, you could only see how others reacted to you and that's and that was like a trap, like a refuge that you're in of your own making. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, but the glory of the new covenant where you're taken out of yourself. You know your old self is dead. And yeah. then you mm-hmm. just go to, go to go to the cross and just see that that has been finished um, through what Jesus has done. Our old self has been put put down and we have died in him and we have been buried in him, been raised in him. So. The, 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 the absolute release of day-to-day life living, um, feeling uh, we are not trapped inside ourselves anymore. We're not trapped by what other people expect of us, whether they approve or not approve. We, we live by the Spirit. We walk in the Spirit. 
And it is just glorious. Oh, mm. it is. Mm. Agreed. <laughs> oh, this is so good. I don't want it to end, but it needs to. Um, thank you guys for interacting around this passage with me. And uh, I hope that our listeners will have heard from you the difference that this new covenant gospel has made in your own hearts and lives. Mm. And if someone is listening to this and maybe for the first time they've saw, thought, I'm living under the old covenant. I feel condemned. I feel like I don't measure up. I feel like I can't ever live rightly. Um, we're just inviting you to look at the cross and see yes. that Jesus lived rightly yes. in your place. And then he died substitutionally in your place so that everything necessary for you to be accepted by God has been completed at the cross. Mm -hmm. Now, believe that message. Yes. Put faith in it. Turn away from your doubts and your fears and just latch on to that message. And it will take you through and give you confidence and boldness and assurance in the way that you live will change as well. Thank you guys very much for sharing with me. And Thank we'll you. see you again. Thank you.